Well, Ulysses, the World Baseball Classic is coming up, and we polled our listeners out on Twitter, and 74% are pumped about the thing, and 26% don't give a damn, evidently. And I will argue why I'm very upset with 26% of those race fans starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Lockdown Rays. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Rays. And you can email us anytime, lockdownrays at gmail.com. All right, Ulysses, let's hear it. You are loving the World Baseball Classic. Why should people care about this thing? I got to be honest, I'm in the minority here. I'm part of the 26%. I'm really scratching and clawing and digging to figure out an angle as to why I should care or or pay attention or focus on the World Baseball Classic, considering spring training is ongoing, considering March Madness is ongoing as well. I'm t- I'm being pulled in too many different directions here. I understand that, and mostly my argument is for baseball fans like if you're into march madness look that only comes around once a year although the world baseball classic only comes around every four years but whatever you like basketball that's fine my argument is for baseball fans diehards that are saying no i don't i don't care about seeing otani facing mike trout what why why are you not into that why would you not want to see marcus stroman uh face uh mookie betts like the best against the best. And my biggest issue is why is there no national pride? Why is there no like, oh, I want my country to do better than anybody else's. I, that's what I'm You know why? Because we already missing. have the Olympics. Yeah, but the Olympics is everything else, right? And And baseball is really not that huge. Of an Olympic sport, if you're a track, a track and field, awesome. I mean that that's great. Uh, you know, volleyball or you know whatever, you know, weightlifting, stuff like that. Like Olympics, I I, I got you. Marathons, awesome. Mm-hmm. But baseball is not an Olympic sport. We have a World Baseball Classic, which is like the World Cup. Uh, you know, soccer. This is like the World Cup for baseball, which so annoys me that MLB, who plans the thing keeps telling players that they can't participate in because of insurance claims. Like imagine like Clayton Kershaw mm-hmm. was denied, uh, you know, entry or participating into the world baseball classic because apparently because of his I- injury history, insurance uh, would, wouldn't cover. Like, that is insane to me. I- imagine <laughs> Lionel Messi being told by PSG or Barcelona when he used to play with Barcelona saying, no, 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 you can't play for Argentina, buddy. He would flick them off and say, yeah, I'm going to yeah. play for my country no matter what. So I hate that the classic has not become bigger than MLB saying, no, we are doing this uh, no matter what. But then again, 
MLB is the one that's 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 putting out the the the, the product. Yeah. So they're going to always want MLB to come first, which is a shame. And that's why the classic will never gain a lot of respect because if you're always putting players hindrances and obstacles into participating, um, then it's never going to be a, a bit as massive as an event as the world cup. So, so that that's right. what bothers me. And if you're a baseball fan, dude, this is more important for those players than playing spring training. Like don't fool yourselves. Like, you're a race fan. You love Wander Franco. Mm -hmm. You love, can't get it. You want Wander Franco content. I got news for you, race fans. Wander Franco is going to play harder with the Dominican jersey than with a race jersey. I said it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It a race jersey in spring training. A race jersey in spring training. Yeah, but not in the regular season, I would say. To some. To some, it yeah. might not be, man. That that's my a that's regular, my point. First, a, a regular game in July, really? He's going to play with as much heart as against against the U.S. in the quarterfinals. I don't know, buddy. I don't. Yeah, think I, so. I don't know. I I don't pay enough attention to the World Baseball Classic, and I think part of it is because it is subdued by Major League Baseball, where just like the All Star Game, a lot of guys can weave and work outs, and I don't have to participate in this thing, but. Again, we've interviewed a lot of prospects, and and you bring up the question, hey, World Baseball Classic or All-Star appearance? And I think a lot of guys, and whether they want to say it or not, they'd rather have that All-Star appearance. Or we could even go further. What would you, what would you rather have, uh, you make your Major League debut or represent your uh, country in the World Baseball Classic? Um, I just it's it's tough for me to to get on board and and really care about this thing when you have the opt outs like you have and. I just wish there was more at stake per se. Like it in these qualifiers, like what is it? A best of three? I don't even know. I don't even know the format, quite frankly. So there are four pools, pool A through okay. D. Each pool has five countries. So you you most likely will need a three victories to in order to to go ahead and and, and pass your pool to go to the quarterfinals. Uh, after that is single elimination. So one game done. So that's going to be very okay. exciting. If you, I think every game, every single game should be single elimination. In the winning team, they get a hundred million dollars. Like <laughs> really enhanced. Like I don't know, have have something really to play for. Well, again, I I think there is a, a prize I, at the end. I I I do believe that the farther you go, the more money you will be able to to get. Uh, but yeah, so you you need three wins in the, in the pool at least. You know. Maybe you need two, but you know the the different teams lose. So, you know the head-to-head -head matchups. Like you can have that, but if you just want to de definitely go ahead and go to the quarterfinals, you're going to need to get three victories. The pool that I'm going to be looking at most closely it'll be Pool D because Venezuela's in it. But it's the death. It's 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 the it's the death uh, group. Uh, the I, I don't know how they they say it in English, but. Is it like uh, the AL East of the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, yeah. Grupo de la Muerte, the, the, the death group, the death pool. I, I don't know. Whatever it is. It's the most difficult one. Why? Because it does have Israel and Nicaragua, not huge, strong baseball powers. But mm -hmm. then the next three, Dominican, Puerto Rico, and Venezuela, which means if only two countries from each pool 
will go to the quarterfinals. That means that one of Venezuela, Dominican, and Puerto Rico will not go to the quarterfinals. That's huge. I mean, yeah. if you're talking the the countries that export more players into MLB, Venezuela, Dominican, and Puerto Rico are there. So one of those powerhouses is not going to even be in the quarterfinals, and they're going to be eliminated. So that is the 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 most difficult pool. Um, and and so I, I'm I'm already hurt because like you know it could be Venezuela that that gets left yeah. behind in the in the dust. Uh, we'll continue this discussion more on the World Baseball Classic. Plus, it being a Friday episode, we have baseball trivia and name that war. But first, Ulysses, uh, we have to tell the audience about something called Built Bar. Well, if you know anything about Built Bar, then you know that they're healthy and they're tasty. Why are they tasty? Well, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And why are they healthy? Well, only 130 calories four grams of sugar, and they have an amazing 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait for your order to come to your house after you order uh, at built.com. Now you can head either to Sam's Club or Walmart and then pick them up yourself. You can get yourself a four-bar box of cookies and cream, a 13-bar box of double chocolate or coconut puffs or a brownie batter, whatever you desire. That's what you will pick. And when you get some Built Bars, remember, you're going to get something that's healthy and delicious, and that is called Built Bar. Um, during this break, I think I may have solved the issue with the World Baseball Classic. You know how you get uh, Americans interested in this thing? Because that's what it's really about. The, the people that live in the United States don't really give a darn about it. People that would be rooting for the United States team, which is a very large population of baseball fans, don't give a crap about it. Okay. Ask Australian fans, they give a crap about it. Ask Dominican, Puerto Ricans, Venezuelans, Mexicans, they give a crap about it. Ask Canadians, they give a crap about it. Why is the the, the US I got it. fan? Tell me. Tell me. I've please. solved I it. I want to know. Okay. 1980, Miracle on Ice. Let's do that for the World Baseball Classic. In the championship game, championship series, China against the U.S. That's how you drum up interest against this thing, for this thing. That's how you solve the issue, quite frankly. A lot of people would tune into it just for that and that alone. So you mean if there were more political... Um, Factions at stake, 100%. Parallels, then it would mean, okay... I, you know what? And then a movie would be made about it. And then a documentary would be made about it. Okay. And, of course, Kevin Costner would have to be in it because it's a baseball movie. And you can't make yeah. a baseball movie without Kevin Costner. It's actually like a Hollywood uh, law. I do think that that is possible because, if I do remember correctly, Pool A uh, is the is – China is in Pool A, I believe. And the U.S. is in Pool C. Okay. And they would only meet in the finals because it's Pool A winners against Pool B winners, Pool C uh, winners against Pool D winners. Dominican, Puerto Rico, and Venezuela are in Pool D. Yeah. U.S., Mexico, I forget the other three. Sorry. Yeah, the, the fact that you know a lot of that stuff off the top of your head, I'm really amazed at that. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm going to force this on you. Who do you think wins the World Baseball Classic? 
Japan always has a strong Japan is oh I mean they won 06 and 09 they've um they've really shown high quality baseball um players in the past so they're always somebody to contend if you look at the Dominican lineup (laughs) I mean that is that is crazy good and they're missing Fernando Tatis Jr so they could even be better when you look at the American lineup I mean it's it's silly it's silly. This is why I don't understand. If you're an American fan, how are you not just slobbering? I'm looking. Look at look at this outfield. Uh, this possible outfield: Mookie Betts, Kyle Schwarber, and Kyle Tucker. And it's then an all star game. I mean, but then but then in, in your infield: Pete Alonso, Tim Anderson, uh, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Trey Turner. Are you? I mean, and then and then the backstop: Will Smith or JT Realmuto are are on the bench like because it's it's not for world domination and it's not for uh, a billion dollars that's why it is for world domination you can say you are the best country that year of anybody that plays baseball like that's such that's such bargaining rights but i don't but i think that the u.s doesn't care about it and i mean some people do but i think the majority of u.s fans don't care about it because there's already the the perceived notion that America is the best, so yeah. they don't care about it. Um, which again, MLB is played in America. America has the most proficient players, sure, but they haven't won more than Japan. Japan's won it twice. The U.S. won it once in 2017. Right. So if we go by that, like you know, this is this is where you show that you're the best. Why don't the U.S. fans want to show and be rooting for their country to show that they're the best that's again i I just don't don't think there's a a ton of promotion either from major league baseball you would think at fan fest there would be something that showcases hey these 12 players with the rays are going to be representing these various countries in the upcoming world baseball classic and there was really none of that that i could recall like hey jason adams playing for the usa randy rosarena and isaac paredes are playing for mexico christian bethencourt for panama like I didn't see, and Jonathan Aranda from Mexico as well. Which, by the way, I mean, here's here's my uh, great insight into the World Baseball Classic. I don't have much besides, um, I'm I what I do like is looking at the ball caps for each country, yeah. and I think you know Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Argentina, like those are just you know having the letter of uh, the country, the the first initial I think is pretty fresh. France, for example, uh, U.S. Uh, they got some work to do on their logo. I think. I, I think that's part they of. They haven't. What, they uh, haven't remodeled it since 06. That's the same model. That's the same lo- logo from 2006. So I don't know if they yeah. they just don't think it looks that trash. It's refreshing, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real though. I think that's that's part of it. People don't want to buy that gear, but I I see. I mean, I'm in Kissimmee. There's a large Puerto Rican population, and I see those PR hats all over the place. And I know yeah, what it is immediately. And- I know what the Venezuelan cap is. That I don't know. The the U.S. is just kind of. I don't know. It, it doesn't. I I wouldn't. It doesn't make me want to go out and buy that cap like Venezuela or Puerto Rico or France or Argentina. Okay, that's a fair argument. You know, you want to buy something, you want to get into it, you want to root for why am I going to be wearing something that I don't particularly like? That's a yeah. fair that's a fair point. If you're a race fan, I love that you mentioned those names because you legitimately will see. Okay, I'm going to paint, paint a picture. You're a race fan and you just do not 
care about the World Baseball Classic. You are like, oh, I would, I would rather watch spring training games that do not matter and are going to end in a tie. I would rather be watching them than the Classic. If you're one of those people, let me paint a picture. You better paint a really, you better paint a Picasso for me because you're you're talking right to that person, baby. It's bottom of the eighth. There's one out. Isak Paredes is at second base. Jonathan Randa is at first base. Randy Rosarena is coming up to bat. Jason Adam is being called in, uh, from the bullpen. This is a game that if the U.S. doesn't win, they're out. Mexico can eliminate the U.S. What do you do then if you're a race fan? Are you pulling for Jason Adam because you're an American fan, obviously? Or do the Rays mean more to you and you want your boy Randy to come through and you don't care? You just want your boys to, to, to come through and have a really good uh, mm -hmm. World Baseball Classic and you want Randy to be hot coming into the season. That's what is, is, is on the ledge, people. You can see your, your favorite players from your own team match up against each other. I think that's just so fantastic. And I swear to all of you, Jason Adam is going to be pitching with way more intensity with the USA across his chest than with the Sunburst logo. I'm sorry. It's just the way that it is. Your country means more to you than your club. Punto. I'm done. Like I don't it it doesn't it doesn't go it doesn't go farther than that. Like it's 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 an easy choice for every athlete to say your country means more than the club. Couple hundred percent. Again, I would if US is playing China, sign me up. If US is playing Cuba, sign me up. Those political factions, that gets me more intrigued. The other okay. thing too is I kind of I didn't get a chance to to mention this, but obviously Randy uh Aranda and um Paredes playing for Team Mexico. That that could be the dark horse in this thing. Mexico. Because they got yeah. some some studs between those guys, Jose Urquidy. Uh, Patrick Sandoval, uh, Luis Sesa, Jaron Duran. I mean, they got a pretty good list. Yes. Alejandro Kirk. I mean, there's some guys, there's a lot of guys that, wow, I didn't realize there were this many major leaguers that have some uh, sort of tie or relationship with Mexico. Verdugo, Alex Verdugo. Verdugo so, I mean, you, yeah. could see, you could see a Dodger face-off. You could see Urias from Mexico against Mookie Betts. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? You know, those are so did, did my painting of the picture with, you know, bases loaded Randy Rosarena coming up against Jason Adams. Does that even trigger any sort of emotion to you or it's just nah? I'd rather watch a 1.30 p.m. game against the Detroit Tigers in Lakeland. I mean, I don't know about uh, rather watch a 1.30 game against the Detroit Tigers in Lakeland. But if there's a 1.30 March Madness game, I'm definitely going to be damn sure to watch that before the world okay. baseball classic so that's that's sort okay. of my point with all of that um and but no that i i appreciate and i respect how much you are invested and care about this thing which speaking of that with team venezuela who will have the best performance on team venezuela when it's all said and done that's good man i'm really looking forward to what pablo lopez can do uh i i think that pitching is is really interesting um, Jose Alvarado seems to be the guy for the closer role, which mm -hmm. gets me excited and gets me nervous as well. Cause we all know what Jose Alvarado can yeah. look like when he's nervous. And we also can know what he looks like when he's just nails. So that's going to be very interesting. Um, Jose Altuve is, is, is going, I mean, 
I really, really like the 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 infield. Uh, it's going to be Altuve, Arias, Eduardo Escobar, Andres Jimenez, uh, Eugenio Suarez, Glaber Torres. Like it's like it's like all star studded. Like you've got the pop from Suarez and, and Glaber Torres. Yeah. You've got good defense if you need the defensive replacements with uh, Miguel uh, Rojas. You got some pop and, and, and well, Jimenez also a, a Gold Glover and Silver Slugger Altuve. I mean, I'm really excited about that. Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to be playing, and there's only three outfielders that uh, Omar Lopez, the the Venezuelan manager, um, picked. There's only going to be three three outfielders: David Peralta. Anthony Santander or Tony Taters, best nickname in baseball, yeah. and Ronald Acuna Jr. And the way that he did that, he said he only, he he wanted it's it's a very short tournament. So he said offense is what matters. Mm-hmm. You need offense. You got to score runs. So by getting those three guys, and then Renjifo, Rays legend, minor yeah. legend, and Eduardo Escobar in a rise, they could potentially play out uh, outfield corner spots if needed be. If need be, so that was a very interesting uh, strategy. I thought to just go yeah. with pure bats and and just just hope for the best, just just score as many runs as you can because that has been the problem with Venezuela in the classic is sometimes the bats just go cold and that mm. happens in short series. Yeah, the race certainly know that. Um, some yeah. <laughs> comments from listeners on the WBC. Peter Glasgow says, I'm in the middle, being from Scotland. The interest for me will be Team Great Britain. I'll definitely try to catch games if they're on the TV at a reasonable time. But I'll not be pulling all-nighters like I would for the Rays. Uh, Samuel Bayless says, it would be better if Curtis Mead was playing for Team Australia. Arginus Rashad says, yes, and I'm thankful that Till today, every guy on my team is still confirmed to play. And then Chris Snyder says, I'm ready for any kind of games, to be honest. So there we go. Uh, there are people excited about the thing. Um, we have baseball trivia name that war coming up next. But first, we have to tell you about FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It is America's number one sports book. Uh, new customers get a no sweat first bet on up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Um, then what you can do is you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. A lot of options with that. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet for up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Ulysses, it is baseball trivia time, plus name that war. And my question, um, we know that base running was an issue for the Rays in 2022. Can we agree with that? Can we agree with that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Is that why Rodney Linares isn't uh, coaching third base anymore? Ooh, Ooh, I, I'd like to see the base running for who's he coaching for uh, Dominican Republic. Dominican. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see how they do with the running game. Yeah. Uh, that could be an adventure. Um, <laughs> but my list that I have in front of me is 
caught stealing. Guys who have been caught stealing the most out of anybody else. And in front of me, I have a list of 20 individuals who have been caught stealing 160 or more times in their baseball career. And what I want you to do is name five of these guys who have been caught stealing at least 160 uh, 160 times in their careers, MLB careers. Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson, great approach with this. He is number one on this list with 335 caught stealings. Spend money to make money. To steal bases, you're going to get caught every once in a while. Of course, he did steal 1,406 bags. What was the uh, the, the the Twitter handle of that guy uh, on Monday's show? It was something oh, I like, can't even scared remember. Ma- scared I don't know money, don't, scared make money, money. don't make money. Yeah, something like that. That's, that's it. Think about um, Ricky Henderson with the bigger bases. He probably have you know, 1,700 steals. I don't, I don't want to sound like a boomer, but yeah, he would have just... 2000 boom i'll say it boom. there you go <clears throat> yeah. okay mm, ricky henderson lou brock number two on this list uh caught stealing 307 times he had 938 stolen bases to his name juan pierre juan pierre is number five on this list he was caught stealing 203 times and he swiped 614 backs guy the very powerful Juan Pierre who had a grand total of 18 home runs yeah 18 to be exact nice I don't know why I know that but yeah 18 um okay 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 we're doing good we're doing good but I don't know if I have the stamina for five strikes no strikes though Mm, okay who else can run the bases I'm going to go with Michael Bourne. Michael Bourne is not on this list. Strike one. Probably did not play long enough. Kenny Lofton. Kenny Lofton, terrific guess, and you would be correct. He is actually last on this list of 20 he was caught stealing 160 times and he stole 622 bags why is he not in the hall of fame i don't get it uh so and that's a conversation for another day or why he didn't get more love when he was up for vote i mean 15 seconds 15 second rant kenny lofton carlos delgado and johan santana should be hall of famers yeah. Never got any love. Okay. Uh, done with that rant. I need one more, right? Uh, yes, you need one more name, and you have two more strikes to go. Uh, let's go Venezuelan bump here. Omar Vizquel. Omar Vizquel is a good guess, but no, I'm joking. You're right. He is number 17 on this list with 167 caught stealings. He's still 404 bags. Very good. I'll run through the names here. In order, top to bottom, Ricky Henderson, Lou Brock, Brett Butler, Maury Wills, Juan Pierre, Bert Campanaris, Rod Carew, Otis Nixon, Omar Moreno, Cesar Cedeno, Steve Sachs, that'd be a good name that war, uh, Ty Cobb, 
the very racist Ty Cobb, Vince Coleman, that'd be another good name that wore, Eddie Collins, Bobby Bonds, Eric Young Sr., watched him on WGN, Omar Vizquel, Bill North, uh, Joe Morgan, and Kenny Lofton. I legitimately got the guys I could get. Like, there were maybe two more that I could have guessed, but I got the guys that I needed to get. And that's why I was like, just name five of the 20. Yeah, thank you for that. Well, now we're going to play Name That War. If you've never seen this part of the show, this is where we take a player from the past who's no longer playing. And using our brain cells, we go into our baseball archives and we think about what his uh, career war was, according to Baseball Reference. And today's player from the past is Mark Loretta. What oh, is God. Mark Loretta's career war, according to Baseball Reference? Mark Loretta. Um, what a name. played at least a decade in the league. Probably never made an all-star appearance. Probably the average Mark Loretta season was like batting 270 with 14 homers and 60 RBIs. I can't even recall. Was he a third baseman or first baseman? He actually moved. Uh, he played some second. He played some short. He played some third. Okay. So a little bit of a utility player there. Um, yeah, that's about the extent of my Mark Loretta knowledge. Uh, I think it's very similar to what you guessed of Rondell White last week, where you said like around 13, 14 war. So that is what I'm going to go with with Mark Loretta, but I'll just move it down a peg. I'll say 12 war. 12 career war for Mark Loretta. Final answer is 12 war. Well, Mark Loretta is uh, scoffing right now. Really? Because he said uh, zero all-stars? How about two-time all-star? No way. How about a silver slugger winner? And Mark Loretta's Slash line, a 295, 360, 395. That means a 754 OPS, career 98 OPS plus. His career war was 19.3. How about them apples? He didn't have a lot of pop. How did he win a silver slugger? Come on. Was he pitching? Did he win silver slugger for pitcher or something? Well, I'll tell you why. That season, I mean, it was a nasty. Uh, look at this slash line. 335 uh, batting average, 391 on base, 495 slugging. That was an 886 OPS, 138 OPS plus. He had 16 bombs, and he was an all-star, and that was in the year 2004. Okay, you're really hyping it up. How does How does he win a silver slugger? in the midst of the steroid era with only hitting 16 homers and having a slugging percentage below 500. It was a year before the um, the steroid testing was being done to 2004. So 2005 is the first year. So maybe there was already talk of that. Um, so I mean, I get playing in, in San Diego with the cavernous ballpark and maybe, you know, if he played somewhere else, he might have 25 homers, but I don't know. I've never... I would like to see the fewest home runs hit by a silver slugger and the fewest slugging percentage by a silver slugger. The lowest slugging percentage. That would be a really good trivia question. Although 495 is nothing to scoff at. No, it's nothing to scoff at, but like, I don't think of. I don't know. I think last year? 
I think last year there were about less than 10 players with a with a 500 slugging or more. People can check me on that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think the list exceeds 10 of guys that had a, a slugging of 500 or more. I could be wrong. Okay. I don't want to be wrong though. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I get like okay, winning a batting title that year. I understand that, but yeah. silver slugger. I mean. When I think a silver slugger, I'm thinking you're knocking out at least 30 home runs. Oh, I have the list. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't less than 10, but it was 15. I was close. Okay. Only 15 guys had a 500 or more slugging, so not bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I I cut him a little bit short, but I wasn't like way way short with. No, 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 no. In fact, I probably gave him more credit for pop than he deserved because I'm looking at his B-Ref page and like he only hit double-digit homers twice in his career. And the one of them like, was that silver slugger yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I think you said like 16 home runs, uh, like an average. I think his average is seven per season. So yeah. Yandy Diaz. Yeah, there you go. Actually, I could see him like, yeah, like Yandy finishing with a very similar line, although I think more home runs coming along the way. But like, uh, Dude, a 2023 year with a 495 slugging from Yandi and we already know that he already hits 400 on base 16 bombs by the Yandi man oh <laughs> be nice yeah all right very good hopefully you all enjoyed that I'll have to do a little bit more of a deep dive on uh, Mark Loretta here uh thank you for making us your very first listen every day now make your second listen the locked on MLB prospects podcast that is also free and available on all platforms hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you next week.